0: Hello, my name is Bidemio Logundi and you're listening to episode 184 of the Bid Picture Podcast. On this episode, I'll talk about how the UK has mandated websites and apps to comply with new guidelines regarding online privacy warnings for children. In part two, I'll talk about a similar measure by California's legislature that would require social media apps to consider the physical and mental health of minors when designing their products thank you for your time let's get to it part one a large yes button so in september of 2021 the uk passed a bill that would mandate websites and apps to comply with a new set of guidelines on privacy warnings for children And that's part of the UK's effort to create a safer and better online environment for users who are under the age of 18. So age-appropriate design code, also known as the children's code, requires companies that target children to comply with its 15 standards, including turning off geolocation tracking by default or face penalties for unclear or convoluted messaging around data sharing. The measures are part of the data protection requirements that are enshrined in uk law for instance the Code's transparency standard recommends that companies use clear and plain language in privacy agreements and provide child-friendly bite-sized explanations about how they use personal data at the point that use is activated in addition It encourages using diagrams, cartoons, graphics, video, audio content, games, and interactive content to explain the meanings of privacy and data policies rather than relying on written communications only. The code also recommends that websites and apps for those who are too young to read or comprehend the concept of privacy should provide audio and video prompts telling kids not to touch or change privacy settings or get help from an adult if they initiate such changes. Another rule forbids pop-up nudges that may encourage a child to hand over more data while in the moment by using clever designs such as a large yes button that distracts the eyes from the corresponding no. So the code is being implemented to protect British children, but its repercussions are expected to reach much further. The rules written to ensure that companies abide by laws set out in the 2018 Data Protection Act apply to both domestic and foreign companies that process personal data of children within the UK. Websites and apps that are not explicitly designed for those under the age of 18, but are still used by them, must also comply. Companies found to be in breach of the code may be subject to the same penalties as those that break the European General Data Protection Regulation, also known as GDPR, which includes fines of up to 4% of their global revenue. Last year, several large social media companies, including Google and TikTok, changed their global privacy agreements and interfaces with younger users in mind without explicitly referencing the children's code. In August 2021, Google said it would introduce easy to understand reading materials for young people and their parents to improve their understanding of the search giant's data practices. These include guides on privacy written for three age groups, ages 6 to 8, 9 to 12, and 13 to 17. In addition, its YouTube platform said it would adjust its default upload setting to the most private option for users aged 13 to 17 and also turn off autoplay by default for that same category of users. Facebook, which owns Instagram and Messenger, said it is working with experts in the fields of online safety, child development, child safety, and mental health to develop new products and features for young people after introducing new features that discourage minors from interacting with adults they don't know. In September 2021, TikTok announced a new feature that will prompt parents and guardians of teens to find out more about the platform's privacy and safety settings and help explain them to their children. The hefty penalty and the cost associated with product redesigns to accommodate the code may deter some small businesses based outside of the UK from launching in the market, at least until it is clear how adherence to the code will be policed. The code's broad application may also push companies to rethink the use of unwieldy policy agreements for adults. It could spark a new kind of focus group, one where children read privacy agreements and note what they can and cannot comprehend. In July of 2021, Representative Katie Castor, Democrat from Florida, submitted a bill in the U.S. Congress that includes elements of the Children's Code in a bid to strengthen the U.S. Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, also known as COPA, which came into effect in the year 2000 to give parents control over what information is collected from their children online. In May, 2021, Senators Ed Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts, and Bill Cassidy, Republican from Louisiana, introduced a similar legislative update called the Children and Teens Online Privacy Protection Act. Part 2. A Unanimous, Bipartisan Vote So on August 30, 2022, California's legislature passed a bill that would, for the first time in the U.S., require the makers of social media apps such as Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to consider the physical and mental health of minors when designing their products. The bill passed in a unanimous bipartisan vote in the California Assembly after doing the same in the State Senate on Monday, August twenty-nine. Both chambers of the California legislature are dominated by Democrats. Social media companies opposed the bill, arguing that differing state laws regulating their apps would make compliance difficult. Its passage came after the failure of a separate measure that would have allowed government lawyers to sue social media companies when their apps cause harm or addiction in children. Representatives for companies including Meta, Snap, and Twitter lobbied aggressively against that measure. So the bill that passed on August 30 would require social media companies to study products and features that miners are likely to access in order to evaluate and mitigate potential harm before releasing them publicly. If requested, those assessments would have to be given to the State Attorney General. However, the content wouldn't be subject to public disclosure. It would also require companies to disclose their privacy policies in language that children can understand and prohibit the profiling of minors and using tools that encourage children to share personal information. In addition, It would prohibit companies from precise geolocation tracking unless the child is notified and would ban companies from using children's personal information in ways deemed detrimental to their health. Companies violating the rules could face injunctions on their products and be fined up to $2,500 per affected child for each violation and up to $7,500 per child if the violation was intentional the california bill was modeled after a similar law in the uk that requires social media companies to build their products with children in mind for instance google has made safe search which screens out potentially inappropriate content its default browsing mode in the uk in addition tiktok and instagram have disabled direct messaging between children and adults that they don't follow. Representatives for Meta and TechNet, which is a tech industry trade group, previously said they preferred a bill that regulated the designs of their products rather than one making them liable for harm to children like the one that failed earlier this August. Lobbyists representing the tech industry and social media companies unsuccessfully pushed to reduce the applicable age of the bill to 13 and for it to apply only to products and services directed at children rather than those they are likely to access. The bill that failed and the one that passed appear to be complementary measures requiring social media companies to prioritize teens' mental health. Social media companies have come under fire for over the past year for platforms' impact on young people. Last fall, reporting from the Wall Street Journal and subsequent congressional hearings revealed internal research from Facebook that suggested that the company knew its algorithms were harming teenage girls' mental health. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg has said the hearings painted a false picture of the company, and officials of Meta have said the internal research was inconclusive. Also on August 30, the California State Legislature approved a bill requiring social media companies to disclose their policies aimed at online hate, disinformation, and extremism, and to disclose metrics and data about the enforcement of those policies. So to wrap up, on this episode i talked about how the uk has mandated websites and apps to comply with new guidelines regarding online privacy warnings for children i also talked about a similar measure by california's legislature that would require social media apps to consider the physical and mental health of minors when designing their products so that's all i have for this episode 184 of the Big picture podcast thanks for listening Big Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowon Productions, fact checking by Zara Kuznetiova, audio engineer Sergei Goski, graphic design Stacey Graham, Senior Producer Abidemio Logunde, Executive Producers Olifolani Ologunde and Toby Lobo Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events and incidents and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review the Big Picture podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdemy at thebitpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at bidpicture, on the Clubhouse app at Bid, as well as on the Wisdom app at Bidemy. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.